What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co host and co coach, KG, and I'm in the garage. And we got a really fun, action packed episode. If you listened to the episode last week, Kyle did a little uh, rapid fire to me. So I went ahead and titled it Kyle's Secrets to Success. So we're going to be going through, I believe, I have seven good questions for Kyle, which will be really fun. We're going to be talking about how to improve your form in the gym and the easiest way to go about it and we're also going to be talking about ai workout apps this is a question we got i think it's very relevant and trendy and it's fun to kind of keep up with the modern trends of what's going on and our opinions and thoughts on them so a lot of great stuff for this episode to be excited about and as always i like to kick it off with a quote and i'm going to share my quote first this week so i actually said to the gym i'm like you got to hear this quote and i said to kyle Discipline is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. And he's like, that was my quote two weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, whoops, am I bad? Like, it's funny too, because sometimes you'll hear things at different times. It'll hit you different. And I know even I've had a quote that I just thought was so profound. I said to Kyle and he'd be like, hmm, I don't really get it. And I, it's kind of fun with quotes too. He'll say something, I'll zone out. And sometimes too, like, even for me, I like rereading books because things will hit you at different walks of life. And sometimes you'll get so much from the first half of the book and nothing from the second half. And then as your life changes, your situation changes, and you see things through a new light, you can get a whole new source of information from it. But hearing it from Mike Tyson and just hearing him say, discipline is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. I was just like, this is so true. Like the other day, I didn't want to go to the gym. I go to the gym like I love it. Like it's the thing I'm most excited to do eating that healthy food, being forward, like focused. But anyhow, that quote kind of drawed me into my second quote, which is very related to that as well. And I think this is a season of motivation. This is a season of like aspirations. Obviously, people want to put it off till the new year, but people are starting to think about this stuff. Who do I want to be next year? What do I want to look like? What do I want my finances to be like? What do I want to kind of achieve and do that I've been putting off? And I love this quote as well because I think it complements the other one so well. And the quote is, you have to be your best self when you're the least motivated. So this kind of flips it on its head and it says like in those moments, even to the point of doing something like you love it when you don't want to do it, when you're least motivated, when you're down and out, those are the times where you owe it to yourself to be your best self, to be the most aware. And that's what I always tell about people like, when you get motivation and it comes to you, it's amazing. It's a gift. It's a bonus. It's sweet. Uh, but in terms of like when you're not feeling it, getting things done then is truly the secret to success in anything you want to do. Having that patience, having that foresight, and really just having that dedication to know to do what you know what you need to do in that situation. Great example is eating. I know weekends are tougher for most people. They'll have great plans. I'm going to hit my macros. I'm not going crazy tonight. I've pre-logged. And then sometimes you'll be in that moment, I've mentioned before, following the thread, where the dessert comes out and you're like, I don't have calories for this. And by saying yes, you have a bunch. Then you end up getting more food later. And then you go, what did I do? You feel horrible the next day. You really start to lose belief in yourself that you can actually do these things. So in those moments when you're the weakest, when there's that delicious pie that comes out and you don't have the calories, you need to say, no, I'm going to do the harder thing. When you don't want to go to the gym, you go to the gym. When it's hard to go to bed, even this morning, I woke up and like, I was just like, oh, my bed's so comfortable. I never hit snooze, but I'm like, ah, maybe I'll hit. and I'm like, no. And I jumped out of bed. Like you just need to win those weak moments. And they're the hardest moments to win. But I think even acknowledging, like, I feel weak. I don't feel as motivated. I know I'm not in a great mindset, but I'm still going to make that good decision. 
you'll really start to believe that about yourself more and more and you'll see more progress because of it. And like we've even mentioned before, like if you shouldn't lie to anyone and you should never lie to yourself. So I think like doing what you say and really becoming that person who knows you can trust yourself, you can count on yourself when things get hard. Like even in sports, we're always talking about how the best players, like when they need that one point, you can give them the ball, you can count on them, you can trust them because they've done that work, they have that discipline, they have that confidence. And I think you build that confidence to overcome those weaknesses and those weaker moments in your journey by just doing the reps, doing the work day after day. You don't want to go to bed on time. You want to watch another Netflix episode, have that foresight to say, nope, this isn't going to help me wake up on time the next day, have a great breakfast. Another piece of content I saw that I loved was this one individual said he had a friend who woke up at 4am every day for like the last three years. Like he always wakes up at 4am and he's like, what is the secret sauce, man? How do you do this? And he said, he gets up early because he knows if he doesn't get up early at 4am when it's hard, he said, it's hard for him still every day. He says, what would my 11am self think if I just lay around in bed? And that 11am self is going to be late for work. You're not going to have a good breakfast. You're going to miss the gym. You're going to be behind on your day. Like, so look to your future self and make it easy easier for them. So once again, you have to be your best self when you're the least motivated. I think what was awesome was when uh, I was in the gym and Josh came up to me and said that first quote, you know, just about that, that Mike Tyson one. Uh, I had just finished uh, some heavy deadlifts that I was really dreading. And I like to be transparent because I think sometimes people do think that the fitness journey is like, you're always fired up. You're always looking forward to it. And even just some people, I'll still have conversations and be like, well, this is what you do for a living. Like, you know, you, it must be so easy and exciting. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's still those, those really hard times. And so I really had to think of that quote. And that's when it really helped me, especially when I was like, man, I just, I, I could just skip deadlifts today. Like nobody will know Josh, Josh is showing up soon. So maybe I could get it and he won't call me out because he won't see, like I had all these thoughts, right? Like full transparency, but I'm like, you know what, what's that future you know, 3 p.m. cell for that tomorrow. Like, what am I going to be thinking then when I look back on that? So I thought that was very well said. And once again, I always have those thoughts and I don't think it'll ever be perfect where it's just like, man, I'm, it's just, it's easy. Uh, you just kind of have to really learn to, to do it like you love it. And I think that's so, so well said. And this morning, uh, so every Wednesday when we film these podcasts, I really make it a habit. Of course, I try to do it every day, but especially Wednesdays, I'm like, I'm sitting down 30, 45 minutes. I'm going to get some work done, but also listen to some things. And I find that it's amazing because you kind of take in some information and then there's those things that really hit you. And today that was one of those uh, moments that inspired my quote. And it was uh, the rock he was speaking and he had said something that I've actually never heard before, but it was very, you know, I was looking up the quote. I'm like, no one hell, no one else had said it. He said, sometimes the thing you wanted to happen is the best thing that never happened. So it kind of sounds a bit confusing, but what I really got out of it as I looked into it deeper was he was actually planning to go to the NFL. Uh, I think, I do believe he was in the CFL, the Canadian Football League. I'm not 100% on my stats and I do believe that's the case. And something happened, I believe it was an injury. And he was just basically saying that looking back, that that thing that didn't happen was one of the greatest things because it led to him being where he's at today. And I'm sure a lot of people have those. And I can think of a few specific scenarios in my life where, you know, I went to college, I studied something that I thought I was going to love and I thought that I would do. And it never happened. It never worked out to the fullest and where I wanted it to go essentially, but it created something even more exciting, even more fulfilling where I really realized what I hated. And that brought me into something that I loved. And uh, I think it's very amazing because 
perspective is everything. So instead of him dwelling on it, you know, of course he's very successful and it's amazing to look back on for him. But even for us, when we have those like perspective changes where we maybe failed at something or something didn't happen, I do believe everything does happen for a reason. That's my, you know, honest viewpoint. But uh, I just thought it was inspiring. Yeah. So something, uh, sometimes the thing you wanted to happen is the best thing that never happened. This could be relationship. It could be business. It could be finance, uh, fitness, whatever it is. That's my quote for this week. Yeah. We talk a lot about the concept of ownership and I was listening to a podcast recently by Naval Ravikant. So we read his book that isn't actually his book. It's just an all Mac of all of his different podcasts, tweet storms. And like, like, that's pretty cool. Imagine making such good content that someone writes a book for you about things you've said. And it's such a profound book. Like it's crazy. But recently I was even just watching one of his interviews and he said one thing he's been really trying to take control of in terms of how he can be happier is by really just accepting the situation for what it is and taking the positive approach to it. So he used the example, I shared this with Kyle, where he had someone over, like another couple over to his house and the, his friend's wife just kept taking photos. She took like over a hundred photos. And at first he's like, this is so annoying. Why do you keep taking photos? And then he thought, you know, I can really change my framework and my mindset to say, that's so nice of her to take these photos. I'm gonna have some lasting memories and there's probably gonna be one I really like because she's taken so many. But when you have that glass full, half full attitude to anything, and it's hard when like, it's such a cliche, but when one door closes, another door truly does open. And like sometimes like it is tough and situations and variables happen. But like Kyle said too, you can have these expectations of things going linearly. And then of course they can always branch off somewhere else, but that branch is a new opportunity. And if you look at these changes as like inherently bad, you're not gonna go very far and you're gonna be a pretty miserable person. But I think even for me, I've been trying to be pretty open to it. Like good example is sometimes you'll be so excited, you're training hard, you're getting huge and you get sick and it sucks. And you're like, oh, this is brutal, but it's an opportunity to come back readjust, make some changes. And like, even for me, I wasn't able to do the testing day I was excited to do, but now I've just had more opportunity to get even stronger and come back into it with even more intention. So I think there's countless examples of this. And I think that was a great example that Kyle had shared. So now we're going to transition to some of our, like what has us excited or intrigued. What do you got Kyle? First of all, that quote, when one door closes, another one opens, write that down. That's one that just like stuck out to me when Josh had mentioned it. So that definitely has, uh, that has me excited. Um, so yeah, that's cool. But I was listening to a video Josh sent me recently. It was a, um, fellow, uh, we've read his book, the psychology of money. It was, you know, very, very well put together. It was an interview of his, uh, just, you know, background and it was awesome, but something stood out to me the other day when I was listening to it, I'm not fully done it, but I'm just like taking everything he's saying and really thinking about it. And he had said that he was, um, he had mentioned uh, this very well-off fellow. Some people may have heard of him, uh, John D. Rockefeller. Uh, back, you know, he was in the oil industry. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because there was a doctor talking to him about the key to longevity. And I thought it was pretty powerful what he said, like his three secrets were essentially. Uh, obviously, this guy had tons of resources, tons of money, but he said he never lets anything bother him. He spends lots of time outside and he leaves the table when he's still a little bit hungry. So, you know, this guy, I just thought that was great because those three things to me really, I guess, sat well because like I firmly believe it. And I think that it definitely can lead to just overall, you know, a better lifestyle, uh, you know, a healthy body weight, just a, a great positive mind. And even just like the first thing, like not letting anything bother him. Of course, there's going to be those things, but even I'm such a believer of like really trying to 
push past and like we always talk about the five what is it the five by five rule so if it's not going to matter in five years don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it of course if we stress over the small things it's going to eat away at us um, spending time outdoors like I'm just I'm hungry to get outside as much as I can like especially as winter's coming up I'm like looking at the sun I'm like all right I got to spend more time outdoors and you know just try to make the most of it and then also just leaving the table when you're still a bit hungry I think is a great principle because I think a lot of times we'll just eat everything to the fullest and you know eat past full and like it never feels great so I think that principle is something a lot of people can incorporate to essentially just eat less calories feel better and uh, I really like those three principles so I wanted to share that with you today yeah it was incredibly well said and once again I think it's just all the attitude and the perspective and even I heard a quote recently that I really really liked that was like um, in regards to like life and longevity, they said life is long if you know how to live it right or if you live it right rather. And I was like, wow, that's just a good reminder to make the most out of it, to stay as healthy, to stay as able-bodied as you physically can. And I guess to just transition to where we're at in our journey, still pushing forward for me, just trying to really train hard. We have a question here on form coming up, but I've even tasked myself with the challenge of trying to increase my weight every which way I can. And even an example for straight arm pushdowns, feel pretty strong for those so I can do the full stack which is awesome and I've been doing the full stack plus adding on to the micro plates which has been really nice and from there you can get creative you can use pins and put plates or put more of those little snacks but even Kyle made a story recently just about the importance of using those micro additions so on top of that cable stack putting something there using 2.5s on the side never being too prideful to do it like even on the leg press little gains are still gains and the exercise of trying to uh, like increase your weight for every lift is so great because some of them may be like nope no way this is a really good weight some of them be like oh i did that easy i've kind of been cheating myself i've been selling myself short so it's actually a really good opportunity to kind of have that exploration and to really see what you're made of because by actually actively getting stronger you're going to tear more muscle fibers which is going to help you have more composition you're going to burn more calories you're going to get more from it we really want good quality here like similar to when you're studying if you're studying you have instagram open you're watching tv in the background it's going to be low quality and that's what happens when you're really in these high rars which are reps and reserves so if you're leaving like eight left in the tank you're not actually producing that stimulus and that tearing and that growth that's really going to help you push forward so the best way to kind of solve this is actively try to have those increments increase those weights be aware of that and that's one thing i've really challenged myself with and then next time i hit all my reps and they felt really good today and i was actually able to do one extra on my first set so now i'm going to add another 2.5 on top of that and it's all about these little micro adjustments you just keep pushing forward and that's how you really see these incredible long amazing crazy results it's the result of all these tiny little amounts of effort yeah, I, I love that. And something I've been thinking about a lot as well, especially as I've been really keeping like a very diligent log of the, um, you know, just my workouts essentially. So I've been able to see, okay, what are my numbers? And then as I've mentioned before, like it's been now close to two weeks, which has been an absolutely fantastic experience because I'll look back and man, I just, I never realized how many things I guess I would like forget with like those little 2.5s and stuff like that, which really do make a big difference. If you think about it, you know, 12 reps and you do 2.5 pounds less than before that adds up, right? That's, you know, let's say close to 40 pounds. So it definitely does make a difference. And I've just been really enjoying kind of putting, um, my best foot forward with Josh's new routine. And he had put together a really well-structured six day routine, as we mentioned. And honestly, like, it's amazing how, I've said this before, but your body adapts and like, especially your mind will adapt first 
and your body will start to come along. And what I mean by this is like, I would have all these like preconceived thoughts and I'm not saying to go out there and start doing six days, but like, I was like, man, there's absolutely no way. Like I was telling him that first week where it was us going in there, uh, I had a hard time on that sixth day, just like going because it just, it's out of my norm. It's not what I'm used to. My body was sore. And it is funny how like there's these new norms that you can create where now I'm just like, it's the third weekend. I'm like, cool. Like I've got in the schedule. My, my mind's right for it. Uh, my body feels like it's adapting very, very well. And you know, once again, it is cool because some there, some people do have these thoughts where it's like, you're used to doing three workouts, for example, and that's all, you know, that's all you can do. That's all you can fit into your schedule. But once you start getting used to a new, new routine, let's say we set you up on a four day routine and we're like, I want to challenge you. I want you to get in that fourth day. You know, it's going to mean two upper body days, two lower body days. That may have been really hard before, but because you start to get used to it, you're like, holy, like, I can't believe I wasn't doing this before. And I'm not saying we're going to stick to this routine forever. It's just been fun to, you know, just get in there. Uh, honestly, especially with the winter season, it's been really exciting. And as we're going to Florida, like, I love being in that gym. Like, I, it's hard to take that rest day. So it's going to be really exciting. And even Josh, when he put it together, it's like very well thought out where it's like, you know, just enough lower body, just enough upper body. Like we're hitting everything two to three times. So yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I've been loving challenging myself past those limiting beliefs that I had before. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that as the time goes. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to challenge yourself to adapt upwards. Like it's the way it goes. I'm sure everyone, when they try to do a push-up, you couldn't even do one. You start doing them on your knees, you get better, you learn to do them. And then before you know it, you can do pretty much as many push-ups as you want. It's the same principle with training and obviously doing it intelligently. And for a lot of people too, I know they'll say, hey, well, you guys do six days, so I should do six days. But I feel like you really gotta earn sometimes to these increments of improvement. Like I would really recommend people be masterful in five days. I think that's a sweet spot. Really learn to push themselves, really make sure they're increasing their weights. And once you're doing that, you lock your nutrition, your rest is good, challenge yourself. See if you can survive the six days. Some people have more of a tolerance for volume. They can recover better. They can withstand it. Maybe you have more time for a season in your life and you really want to stack on muscle. Even for me too, like our genetic kind of peak as males usually is around 30. Uh, so it's a really good time for us to kind of stack on muscle as we're 28 right now, which is pretty exciting. So it's just to me, I'm like, let's go all in. Let's do a little challenge. Let's push this little time of just being motivated. And I think you can use seasons for things too. And then there's times where maybe you're going to be less locked in, but you're still going to be able to reap the rewards from the hard work you put on before. And speaking of transformations, we're going to go ahead and shout out someone who has been crushing it in our coaching program and seeing real results. So this week we have Josie, who's been working with our awesome coach, Krista, and I have nothing but great things to say. Like, honestly, it is inspiring. I know I've said it before, but just seeing someone come in, push themselves to their fullest, grow in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. You know, she's a positive influence to our community. So there's a lot of great characteristics there, but past that, of course, we want to speak about the results that have been taking place. Uh, so officially in the first 90 days, so three months, she's actually down 21 pounds, five inches off the waist. She's down 9% body fat, which I mean, these numbers are absolutely incredible. And I just, you know, Josie's like going to be a completely different person just with a, a newfound, I guess you could say confidence, obviously physique, uh, body composition is fully different. And I just love that she took action. You know, obviously, if you are watching on YouTube, 
You can see on the screen her photos, some of her top tips as well to help you apply that to your journey. But I really just want to recommend not waiting until you know the new year or until it's too late. I do have quite a few conversations with some incredible people, by the way. I know you have such great intentions, but you're going to regret not starting now. And I'm saying that because I've heard it so often. Like I had some people say to us recently when we asked like, Hey, how's everything going? Like, you know, just something that you wish you did before. Like most people say I'm really, I guess like I'll put a screenshot here as well. Someone commented on one of our most latest reels saying like one of my biggest regrets in fitness wasn't hiring you sooner. And I just, I don't want anybody to have any regrets and look back and be like, man, like I started listening to these guys three years ago. I just, I knew I should have signed up and now I've just gone backwards or even stayed the same. Like if you're staying the same, you're not growing. And that's something to consider because within our coaching program, we're always getting to that next level and we'll always find ways to get you there. So with that being said, we do once again, want to challenge you to take us up on this challenge that we have taking place. We do actually have $5,000 worth of prizes. It's gonna be starting January 1st. Sign up right now, we'll get you in and secured for our challenge. I can't say how many spots we'll have available, but they will go by quick. It is dis discounted as well, so that's something to consider. And all new signups get a free t-shirt sent to your house sent to your condo, wherever it is that you live. We'll take care of that. We'll ship it out to you and you will be repping one of our amazing Colossus Fitness or Fit Healthy Happy Podcast tees, which are arriving today, which we're excited about. But do not wait until the new year. Don't wait until it's the most convenient time. We don't want you to regret it and we will guaranteed change your life. We have a guarantee and we can't wait to help you out. Yeah, me and Kyle slipped up because we don't got the shirts on right now. The Fit Healthy Happy ones are coming and they look incredible. We actually had like a whole new logo design. So it just says Fit Healthy Happy. The little podcast because we know you probably don't want to be running around wearing a shirt with my and Kyle's face on it. Maybe one day we might make it. But I think even just a shirt that says Fit Healthy Happy is going to be such an awesome shirt to have around. And it's a great discussion maker. And I think even it's a great way to promote the podcast. And once again, this is your chance where you can help yourself, help us. And like, we're just so excited to create some great transformations. And we're really big on getting people in before. And we might actually even close some of our coaching off until the new year. So if you've been thinking about it, now is your chance because... In the new year, I just, it's hard, I think, when people come in with this expectation that they're already going to quit. It really hurts my soul seeing that people are like potentially already thinking of quitting on themselves before they start. And me and Kyle got to have a lot of real talks with people. We're going to say, hey, you might quit on yourself, but as your coach, I'm not going to quit on you. And when you have a coach like that on your side, you're guaranteed to see results. So don't miss out on that. This is a chance to do it. And it's just such a great way to get started. But now we're going to go ahead and jump into our mailbag and we're going to kick it off with Kyle's secret sauce or Kyle's secrets to success, as you would say. Um, so I actually created some new challenge questions and I decided to go a different route as opposed to things like what's your favorite food, this and that. These are going to be not really that deep, but they're going to be more, I think, interesting. It might take them a second to think about it. And I think it'll create some cool discussion. So my first question is what specific topics or themes are you most passionate about discussing in fitness and health and just to people in general? Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. So I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this. But these are great questions. I like that you put some thought into it as well. And by me talking right now, I'm stalling and thinking about it. But uh, I'm going to jump into it. I think for me, the biggest thing I'm most, in, like, most intrigued by is just the concept of uh, 
I hate to say the word, but it's something I'm so passionate about is consistency. Like I see so many people struggling. I have so many discussions with people and, you know, just, I want to see every single person succeed. And I think within fitness, it's like, I feel like I look at it as if it's kind of easy in a way, because we have the strategies we've had close to 4,000 people now succeed, even tons of people who aren't even in that list uh, from listeners, from, you know, just close friends, like all that other stuff that we don't really exactly include as our like one-on-one coaching transformations. And I think the biggest secret sauce and the biggest recipe is just like showing up no matter what. And I think I I really like, it's hard for me when I see those uh, kind of just different parts of life where like it just takes people down and they're just like, Oh, well I did nothing. And you know, I haven't worked out for three years and you know, I just, I haven't been taking care of myself cause I had kids. And so I think for me, like the biggest thing, and that's why you hear me talk about it a lot. is just like showing up no matter what, uh, being consistent, no matter what, even if it's not perfect, bringing it down a notch. If you have a busy time of work and life and whatever it is, and just consistently showing up because that's what I try to do. And that's what I see the best transformations. Uh, that's usually where I see that come from is just being consistent, even if it's not perfect. Yeah, we get asked a lot, what's the best supplement? What's the best workout? What's the secret? This, that. And I think even it always does come back to being consistent, showing up, having an effort to be better. Even today I was reading uh, just like 44 quotes from Charlie Munger, uh, or I think his name's Charlie Munger. Uh, he's, uh, maybe I'm mixing the two of them together. Anyways, the Berkshire, Warren Buffett. Yeah, it is Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. So that's his partner. He had just passed sadly, but I think he passed at 99 really close to 100 and even like a guy like that it's amazing to see how sharp he was at 99 and even how he actively stayed involved in his company and the things he did and even one of his quotes that i really really loved i saved the article i should have saved the quote but he said he thinks a really good life is a life where you constantly are improving and getting a little better each day and even he mentioned how like he's met really average people who there was nothing special about them who just always were one foot in front of the other trying to improve and when you do that you you can't really be stopped so i think that's an incredible incredible way of putting it now this is a fun question that's something i've been thinking about a lot too so what are your biggest goals for the next year in any sense so what really like i started thinking about actually was josh's book challenge uh it inspired me because i i'll have to calculate i'll keep you updated i think i'm probably close to 20 ish books which one thing i wanted to talk about is just like big goal setting so the reason I think it's so inspiring with Josh's book challenge is that anytime there's that given like hour where it's like, I have to, I have to read, right? I'm doing this challenge. I have an hour here. There's no scrolling through social media. Of course, you know, well, that's something that, you know, can, can be incorporated here and there, but I just, I really got inspired by that. And that's one thing I really want to do is just like dedicate like a full year of just like head down as much growth as possible. I haven't decided the number that I want to strive for. I don't know if it's going to be 52, but um, I, I, I can be a slower reader. And uh, I just, I'm really inspired by the whole growth mindset. Josh and I, we were actually just talking, like we want 2024 to be just a year of like exponential growth, like mindset wise, uh, business wise, you know, just everything like experience wise. So there's a lot of things going there. We said we want to do one conference uh, a quarter. So that would mean four, uh, whether that's in LA with some, you know, high level business guys, some, some fitness things going on. We want to get our team involved as well. Uh, you know, we've got a team of seven now, which is incredible. So I think for me, like if I were to give you the biggest thing and not like specifically telling you like these small things, like I want to increase my steps to 11,000 a day. Like to me, those aren't as 
those are good goals, but it's not like on like the top of my list because I'm already active. I'm already hitting the gym. Fitness wise, everything's taken care of. I just think I really want to be able to look at myself and be like, at the end of this year, I've just become the best version of myself. I've done 40 or 45 books, you know, every single month, like three to four, four conferences. And that's my biggest thing is I've been spending some time reflecting is going to be just focused on absolute growth. And uh, yeah, I think I touched on it. But what I was going to say is it's inspiring because Josh had that goal to hit a certain amount of books. And you know, sometimes I feel like I'd be like, oh, I'm going to watch a YouTube video, you know, just once again, if I had that goal, I think it would push me a little bit more. So I'm really inspired about that. I'm sure I will set some sort of fitness goal when maybe it's a 500 pound squat. Uh, I do want to hit 315 pounds on the bench press. So stay tuned for that. So those will be other things, but um, I will sit down probably in the next week and just like fully become detailed on it. But those are the things that are on the top of my head uh, right now. Yeah, it's December 13th and a lot of people wait till the New Year's to set their goal. But even this morning, I took about 45 minutes and just on a blank piece of paper, started scratching things out. Every year, I kind of have a system of 10 goals that I build upon and I have my five-year goals and my goals that I want to achieve by 30. And I try to make sure everything connects to that. And it's funny because similar to Kyle, like my, one of the things I wrote down for sure, like my 10th goal is big think only don't sweat, don't sweat the small stuff and really just look for like massive growth. Because even this year, I feel like there was a lot of building, a lot of small things getting done, kind of adjusting and adapting. And even that point of like, what are the big scary things that will produce so much change? Like even that book challenge, I said it last year, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I don't know how I'll get it done, but I'll find a way. But like the amount of knowledge I've learned and just even the amount of words I've learned, the different thoughts I've had, like it's been amazing. And it was so scary and challenging. Similar to Kyle's point about that six, uh, six workouts, it's the same principle. Like I think one big goal that's really out of your comfort zone and like actually believing you can do it and breaking it down and saying, okay, well, 52 books in a year is one book a week. So how can I go about this? And I'll have like one informational book going, one fiction book, I'll have one audiobook, and I'll try to make sure I hit that quota of one a week. Some weeks I'll be ahead, some weeks I'll be behind, but really just setting things that scare you that you know will push you is a great way of saying it. And even like Kyle said too, like narrowing in on having different goals, fitness goals, having goals that are reading based, that are knowledge based, that are travel based, that are learning based. And really even I think a big thing for me, I heard like Tim Ferriss will book vacations like three years in advance. Like he'll do crazy things. So you're always excited for something. So even to Kyle's point, like that last conference we went to, if you heard our podcast about it, we were just so fired up. It was so quality. It was so amazing. And like knowing we have that fuel coming is super powerful. Even Kyle mentioned too, he's like, okay, I need a deadlift because Josh is coming. If I skip it, he'll see it. So even having like little accountability mechanisms of being like, okay, if I go to this conference and I'm not seeing change and my social media is not looking good and I'm that like you know sometimes you can shame yourself into creating some progress and some change so that was a great answer the next one's pretty fun it's can you share a challenge you faced in just pretty much the business and just general I guess over these 10 years and how you overcame it was there like one thing that you found really hard so before I actually I was just wanting to mention as well experiences 2024 that's what it's all about i think josh and i were very grateful to have built this amazing online coaching business and when i sit down and think of just life i just i want to be able to just live it to the fullest you know we've got some goals to do a snowboarding trip you know i'd like to do some sort of cool football game like with really good seats like there's lots of cool things and i think that's like really exciting to think about and similar to josh like how he'd mentioned setting those trips in advance like it's really nice to have stuff to look forward to so i just want to mention that as well 
But Josh's question of, you know, challenges, honestly, the biggest thing, and this is where like most of you will have never seen it would just be that beginning stage, like the behind the scenes, that part where it was just like, are we going to make it or should we pursue like other jobs and stuff like that? And, you know, I'm very grateful. Like right now, of course we do have, there will always be challenges. There will always be those things that we have to navigate. We're bringing more people onto our team, which is amazing. Like, you know, just some, uh, getting stuff sorted just in terms of like growth and the business, you know, just this year was a big year for that, which has been incredible. So those are all amazing challenges. It just means that we're growing and adapting and everything like that. But I think looking back, like the biggest thing which was just, I'll never forget, uh, standing outside of a Starbucks and, I was actually talking to Josh and I was just like, man, like I'm, I'm dropping out of college. Like I'm, I'm, I just, we need to do this. Like we need to make it. There's no other plan. I hate what I was studying. Uh, so I was studying, uh, HVAC, which was heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and I despised it. So pretty much from that point on, like there was just no other option. And I think that was like one of the biggest challenges. And it was definitely scary. Cause I was just like, this is it. Like I have to fully go in and just fully commit. And, you know, I'm very grateful that like we put in so much work, like nobody will see the behind the scenes of just up, us like uploading those videos, hoping to get views. And, you know, just now we've built up an amazing company, which I'm very grateful for. But I would say those early on stages where it was just like so hard to get even just people to want to work with us because we were pretty new, uh, you know, getting views on videos. Like it was just a complete grind and it was just so challenging because you're just like trying so hard. And, uh, I, you know, sometimes we can take it for granted now cause we're like, Oh, we'll post something. And it's like, everyone loves it. Right. And I'm very grateful for that. But the, the early stages was really, really hard. And, um, yeah, just looking back on it, it was, it was a challenge, but I had fun and it makes us who we are today. So that's, uh, that's all I have. Yeah, sometimes like you can be uncertain, you, it can be hard to see things through, but I think when you have a plan and you have goals to guide you there, you'll know you'll find your way, especially if you don't quit. Can't fail if you don't quit, and that's probably one of the best piece of advice I could offer in business and or in training and fitness. Like just keep having that optimism, keep learning and really see what resonates with you. So I think that was incredibly well said. This is a fun one too. So what advice would you give to someone starting out in your industry or field? So this will go to both you as a trainer and then I guess as an influencer, even though that word isn't the most uh, exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of working off of like that first thing that I had mentioned that I wanted to kind of like scream from the rooftop is just like be consistent. Um, I just, I, I firmly believe it as well for just building up whatever it is, such as, you know, influencer, or I guess you could say fitness coach or personal trainer is just like consistently showing up. And I see it very often where someone will be like, oh, well, I'm going to start up a YouTube channel just like you guys. You've got 160,000. Like we don't upload much there anymore because we have different priorities such as Instagram, uh, which you guys will see we post pretty much every single day there, stories every day, podcast two times a week. So that is our main priority. But the biggest thing for that would just be like to consistently show up. And like Josh said, you can't fail if you don't quit. And I think that's where so many people struggle. And like, I mean, I've had this conversation, let's say 200 times over the last few years where someone's like, uh, and I specifically think of people, they're all great, but it's just like, Hey man, like, you know, I'm starting this thing up. Like I saw, I got inspired by you guys and I want to do it. Awesome. Like, I'm so happy for you. Like, let me know if you need something. And then just 
life takes over, you know, just their jobs take over and stuff like that. And, you know, just, it never ends up going through. So my biggest thing is just show up every single day, be consistent with it, have fun with it. And, uh, you'll definitely see long-term results and you can't fail if you don't quit. All right, we'll leave it there. I had a few more, but for the sake of time, and thank you everyone who has been loving these longer episodes. I've read every single comment everyone has made on Spotify and YouTube, um, and I really just want to say I appreciate all the comments, and it's really awesome just seeing, too, how impactful it's been for everyone and how much everyone's been appreciating it and loving the podcast. So really means a lot, and even just hearing that you like the longer episodes and the more content. And even for this podcast, we, we have so many plans for the new year because we feel like everything's in a really good rhythm and routine and like everything's perfect. And generally, that's where we like to make things get a little uncomfortable again by challenging ourselves to do more and level up because when you get too complacent, that's kind of where you end up dying. We always like to say, if you're not growing, you're dying. We always want to make sure we're growing. So great answers, Kyle. That was absolutely awesome. The next question we have are is, sorry, what is the easiest and best way to improve my form? So I thought this was a fun question because even as online coaches, this is one of the barriers to entry. A lot of people say, well, I want a trainer there to show me how to do everything. So the first thing, a lot of trainers are not showing you how to do form right. I would say for every gym I see, I maybe would say... 25% trainers, one in four actually do a good job and show good form. And there's incredible trainers out there and you can get a lot of value from them. You can learn a lot about form. Trainer, being a trainer is a tough thing. Even having done it ourselves, it takes a lot to entertain someone for an hour to talk to them about their life. And if they're in a good mood or a bad mood, it's really easy to kind of just default to doing things that are novel and exciting for them, really making drastic changes, really trying to do burnouts and really exotic looking things because they're paying you all this money to be a trainer. When in reality, it's the bread and butter that works the best. And even for my new routine, like I got so tempted with myself to like do all these exotic, crazy movements and these crazy variant, like variants and stuff. And it's the simple movements that produce the best results. It's just so tempting to look past them. And with form, like, especially like, I always like to say to people, well, do you want a trainer there the whole time? Like it's one thing to learn from someone, but some people say they only want to work out with a trainer. And it's like, you're only ever going to have success when your trainer's there. What happens when you're on vacation? What happens when you don't want to spend thousands of dollars a month to have a trainer? And like, that's where you can really limit yourself. So what I recommend the easiest way to improve your form for any movement is to film yourself. We're such good gauges of ourselves and in our mind when we're doing movements, like you think you look incredible, you're just gonna, you're gonna think you're crushing, everything's good. And then sometimes when you look at it, you're like, why is my back curved like that? Like this looks crazy, like I'll just fix that, it'll be better. Boom, you'll start to make natural corrections. And then you can compare your video to a video of someone doing it right. And one resource we have that you can get totally for free, it's the first link in the description down below just for our free form guide. Uh, you can click that, you'll get our free personal trainer in your pocket. I believe there's like almost 80 movements there. Uh, I can't remember the exact number, but we show a before picture and after picture and give you a quick blurb on how to do it. So you can always refer back to that. You can always search Colossus Fitness XYZ exercise. Me and Kyle would have a more detailed explanation on that. And you might say, okay, well, I don't have time to watch a YouTube video for every movement. And we totally 
totally get it. And that's what that free resource is for. So you can get that absolutely free. We just want to help people not mess themselves up. But in general too, especially when you start, you're going to be a lot weaker. So there's less of a chance you're going to hurt yourself if you're not super ego lifting. And if something feels wrong or you're not sure if you're doing it the right way, film yourself, look at it, refer back to those videos, do some studying, and you should be able to fix that earlier on. So that later you don't have to spend as much time with that. Or you could get an introductory session with a trainer for online coaching. We'll have new clients send us videos of like any movement they're unsure of, and we'll just break down and fix it for them quite simply. And having done this so long, I can give really actionable cues without being there having to fix a hundred things. And sometimes suit trainers will get way too in the semantics of a movement and they'll really be so concerned about it being overly optimal that they'll take out all the hard work and you're doing these extra slow, really exaggerated motions and it can be like a double-edged sword. So those are kind of my big things. And like form is something where like it's never perfect. Even myself, I like filming myself or seeing videos. I'm like, ooh, I'm kind of doing something weird there. I need to change this a bit. Or my bar path is really bad for this. Or even little changes for each movement of optimization. Kyle always had a lot of shoulder pain. And the typical rhetoric when you bench and you have shoulder pain is to bench more narrow because you use more tricep less shoulder. He actually started benching more wide and he's actually had way less pain and had way more performance, generated way more strength. So there's so much trial and error in there. And that's the point too. Like sometimes what's best for someone is not best for like you. Like it maybe you have really short femurs. Someone else has super long femurs and they say, hey, deadlift this way. Like just because something works for someone doesn't mean it works for you. And that's why we spend so much time like with our coaching, we take care of this. That's why we spend so much time explaining it on the form video. So for form, those are my top tips. Like it's a little bit complicated, but like I said, you'll never fail if you don't quit. And as long as you just try to be a little bit better, refer back to that personal trainer in your pocket, film yourself a few times, you'll get to a point where it's like 90% good, then you'd be good to go. Yeah. I mean, I usually have something to add, but Josh absolutely nailed that. And, uh, yeah, I think that was so well said. So download that free guide. There's no strings attached and uh, can't wait to help you uh, in one way or another. Yeah, and with that free guide too, it just adds you like to our little email list. We don't email that much. Kyle sends an awesome email every Monday as well, but you also get all of our other free guides. We've got like five other killer free guides there. So, I mean, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Download that free guide. And when you see how great value that is, like people have told us we should sell it for hundreds of dollars, um, but we're just happy to give that away. And I guess a lot of people ask too, hey, it's the Christmas season. What can I do for you guys? If you haven't left a review yet, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review. Um, I think we're we're almost at 2000 reviews on Spotify. So it'd really mean a lot if you'd leave us a five-star review on iTunes, any write-up you make, we see, and we really appreciate. Another option as well is to subscribe to our YouTube uh, channel uh, for the podcast. Kyle has a goal of a thousand. I really want to make sure we see it. So any of those three things would truly mean the world to us. You might say, ah, I'm just one person. I'll leave it to everyone else to do. But if you could do it and someone else does it and a hundred other people would see it, like that'd be such a big push for us. More people would see this podcast and it would really take things forward and we would really uh really really appreciate it so if you could do that it'd mean the world but we'll get into our last question so great episode i always save your tips and they have helped me greatly question what do you think about ai workout apps would you recommend if any so ai is pretty interesting so even for kyle's questions I had a few and then I asked AI, what are good questions to ask on a podcast that promote discussion? And of course I adjusted them to our industry. And I think AI is a great time saver and it can be really, really good. Like I've even asked it, what are the best source of protein, this and that. But what AI lacks is like human intelligence. So 
even it's funny in that Charlie Munger article I was reading, he said he's wary on artificial intelligence because he believes old school human intelligence has worked really well for us. And I thought that was a good point too. So I don't necessarily have anything against it. I think it could be a great start. You could follow some type of a program, but they'll really lack the human element. And I do find a lot of these workout apps will really fill things full of junk volume. They won't be volume dense enough. They won't make sense. Like even to Kyle, I said, routines have to make sense too. Like if you're bouncing all around the gym doing silly things and they have you just doing things that don't make sense, it can be very off-putting. And for me too, as someone who takes programming very seriously, I see it like art or music and like AI can make beautiful art. It can also make beautiful music. It's just it's different and without that human element i find you are missing something of it so as a beginner i do think it's a good start but having a routine also that's made for you like ai isn't going to know your full picture how you look how you need to program so when i make a routine i'll look at someone's body and i'll see what are their weak points what are their strong points so they have postural issues do they have any injuries or past things and then i'll look at what your aspirations are like if you're like i want massive biceps obviously I'm going to program more biceps. If you're like, I don't care about massive biceps. I just want to be solid and strong. We're going to really focus on important things like back and legs. And I find that these apps can really neglect that. They can neglect progressive overload. It can be really hard to find that sweet spot of them being challenging enough without being too absolutely crazy or hard. So even another question we had is I don't make my own program. I follow a few different ones, but I follow them at my own schedule. So I guess Instagram workouts. What are your thoughts on this, Kyle? Will this work or what do you think? So I actually am such a firm believer in this. Like there's two things I say within workouts. The biggest issues are not following a program. So that's the most common one I see when someone just walks around, not you know, just doing whatever they want, right? Of course you're working out, of course you're exercising, that's great, but it may not lead to results. And number two is following someone's program that was created for them, or just like these Instagram workouts and like all these fancy, fun little things. You're still exercising, don't get me wrong, but it may not lead to results. And that's kind of my final answer for that is just like, it really like, it, it is such an art and like Josh uses as the analogy of just like, you know, a nice little song, like it has to kind of flow. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with all this is yes, you're exercising. That's awesome. But when you actually follow something that's specific for you to your body type, to like your photos, when you send them, you know, I'm not a fan of like, you know, just the body type things that some people say, like those kind of scammy things. But I'm saying like when someone has like a weakness, when someone wants to bring up this area, when, you know, you have a certain amount of equipment, like it is a very different story when something's specifically tailored to you, like a suit, like whatever it is, like nicely fitted clothes versus something that you just find that you're like, oh, well, I'll give it a shot and see if it works type of thing. So that's where it is. Uh, a bit interesting like I said you can feel great from some of these things but it is truly better having something fully customized uh, funny enough when I was doing a best man speech recently we put it into AI and I definitely got some really good ideas and it was a great structure to start but I found that the second that Josh started giving Josh is very creative and he gave me some really good things to think about that was so much better because it was fully specific towards that speech and that person and while that was a great start it was fantastic to get me going and there was some great enders and some great starters and stuff like that. That extra little touch was what made it so much better because it was, you know, funny and everyone loved the speech. And I guess it's kind of applicable to workouts as well as some of these things can definitely get you on the right track. You're doing some good movements, but it's not what's going to produce like the best result, such as my speech. I don't mean to brag here, but I thought that was a funny analogy and I just wanted to share it as well. 
human element is so important and i do like that there's more resources for most people and like kyle said i think the best capacity for these things is to avoid some of the annoying work like if you're completely blind and you have no idea what to do and you're just going from machine to machine an ai workout app is going to be a lot better but one of our routines is going to be that much better and like we've questioned whether we'll sell like routines in the future but like I'm not a big fan of it. It's just, it's so hard. And like, and I find it's like a nice suit or a really nice dress. Like just cause you have one and like, if it's big, you're going to look horrible. It does not look good. Like it really needs to be to your body shape. And it just, it's such a difference between just a general one that's too tight or too big and one that fits right. And a routine is very much the same. And like, we're talking about getting the best results possible here. A suit will still do the job. If you're going to a random wedding. You don't care how you look, you're happy, but it's the same principle there. So we're really big on that. And like, that's just kind of our attitude towards it. So we do hope that was helpful. But even the fact that you're in there getting after it is going to be a great start. We also have a great episode on how to create a perfect workout routine. And you can even amend one of the routines you have. And we will add that as well. So the first link is going to be the free guide. Make sure you take advantage of that. The second link is going to be to our coaching website. As Kyle mentioned, our challenge, if you want to apply, this is your chance to do it. Or you can message us on Instagram with the keyword challenge. And then the third link is going to be this episode on how to create a perfect workout routine. I definitely recommend listening to that because we'll get into it a lot deeper with more quality. Uh, But thank you everyone for tuning in today. I think this was an incredible episode. We hope you have a fantastic day and we'll see you on Thursday.